but there's nobody there. Bitch, piss yourself then! And I pooped in it twice. With the gun, not, I'm not gonna blow his dick. Thanks for listening to another episode of Paranorthwest. I am your host, Shayla. I am Eric. And I'm Cheyenne. And as you can't tell, we are very progressive thinking here. Okay, Shayla got to open up the show tonight because she is a host with the most. But I already fucked it up, so sorry. That's fine. If you don't know how the intro goes, then listening to one of our other 16 episodes that have it on there. Uh, this is the continuation of last episode the ghost of Port Townsend. And, you know, the scariest part about that, what was it, Cheyenne? Poop. Dog poop. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, go listen to the last episode, okay? And I really mean when I say that this investigation that Eric and I did was truly, well, it wasn't even, we weren't even investigating. No. But this was truly the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to us in our entire life. So I really hope you're ready for this. Yeah. So pay attention, get, you know, get cuddled up, find someone that you're comfortable with because you're about to get the poop Scott scared out of you, the dog poop. Yeah. And knowing Shayla, since I've known her almost 24 years of my life, Shayla being a Capricorn, she exaggerates just a little bit. She wow. Does. Bitch, no. That's how we're starting it? I'm just putting it out there for all of our listeners, and it's true. She does exaggerate. You say something's two inches away, she'll say it's six inches, and that's just her personality. Okay, that's a lie. That No, if I were to say that, that would just be a lie. Well, you know what? Good thing Eric was with me because he's here to... have my back on this one. Yeah, hey, raise your hand if you actually went on the Paranorthwest trip. Oh, my hand's raised. Oh, sorry. I am, uh, I'm an adult that makes reasonable decisions. She just started being an adult. <laughs> um, sorry. I'm not sorry. Anyway, so we talked about Port Townsend and Manresa Castle and Fort Warden last episode. And then after that, on our trip, we went to the Olympic National Park and... Like Shayla said, we weren't even gonna, we weren't even like there to investigate. We we're just there to kind of see like what's what and kind of have a relaxing trip. It was my first camping trip I've ever been on. I'm 31, and <laughs> the only camping I ever did before was forced by the United States Marine Corps. So when everyone, when I got out, everyone's like, "Oh, let's go camping." And the only thing in my mind was like going to the field or being on deployment. I'm like, I fucking hate sleeping outside now. Yeah, well, I'm like, here, now you're a Northwest man, and you're not getting paid to do it, so we're going to go have fun. Yeah, and I was very excited about it. But I told him, I said, we probably shouldn't investigate the woods because we can't just leave, right? Like, we're going to be staying there for three days. Yeah, she was like, look, we should find somewhere else to investigate other than where we're actually camping. Yeah. So we don't, like, bring something in or something like that because we have to live here for three days. Right. Yeah. Well, um, we got the shit scared out of us and it was not intentional and yeah, so much so we left a day early. Yeah. Um, 
So we left Port Townsend and the place that I found to camp is over by the Clayhani campground on the west side of the park, uh, just outside of Forks, Washington. Shout out all my Twilight peeps, oh, okay. Team Edward. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. Team Edward forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. The dog boy imprinted on an on an infant. Okay, but before that happened, come on, come on. He no, that's what happened. We all wanted the shoulder tattoo, and you included. You told me that specifically a week ago. Oh, okay. I never said that. Okay. Second oh. of all. Exaggeration. Yeah. Here she goes, <laughs> Cheyenne. As a what are you? What's your, as a Scorpio? <laughs> Cheyenne lies a lot. That's a that's a Scorpio trait. She's a liar oh and a fraud. Oh my god. Okay, a fraud. I don't even know if her knee actually popped out of its socket at this point. Okay. Okay, Shayla was there and she can't confirm <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay? we'll see. We'll see. Well, but she exaggerates. Her, okay, so. I was gonna say, knowing her, she would exaggerate and say, "Oh my God, the knee cap went all the way to the other side of the other knee." Hey, say urchin for me. Urchin. Oh, she yeah. learned. She learned. Okay, so. Yeah, you know, like I was saying, Team Edward, because he doesn't mm. imprint on uh, non-consenting children. Weird. If you're Team uh, Wolf Boy, then you are okay with that. You're okay with non-consent. Oh and, you know, here at Paranorthwest, we're all about consent and safety. Okay. Team Edward. Anyway. He doesn't ask before he touches my butt, I can tell you that. Yeah, I do. Mm, every time? Every time I say, hey, can I touch Hi. that thing? And Eric, being an Aries, yeah, he, he touches things without asking. I got big hands. <laughs> okay, it's not my fault. Okay, sorry. Plus, the homies never say anything about it. Mm. So, do with that what you will. All right, so right outside of Forks, Washington, which also, I just want to put it out there, did not look like the movie. And I know they shot in like 18 different locations, but I was... I was hoping it would look a little bit like it. And uh, other than like the Twilight merchandise, which which there wasn't even that oh much of that either. God. It was not giving Twilight and I was very upset at that. It was like super sunny too, which I was like this does not bode well for the vamps. He was pissed because he didn't get one of those tit soak shirts that he wanted. Yeah, I wanted a picture or <laughs> what I really wanted was a shirt with Edward on it, and he's got the cowboy hat, right? And he's running through the forest, and it says Titsoak on it, which is, this is the skin of a killer. That's what Titsoak stands for. Well, um, that's a no for me, dog. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just I don't you know. care. So, any listeners out there that want to buy your boy a Titsoak t-shirt, uh, hit us up, dude. I'll, I will take a free shirt any day. Double yeah, XL. Make it, make it Jacob. <laughs> make it Jacob, period. and it goes in the trash. Wow. Okay. You just you just sent me you just sent me something to throw away. So send me those yes. uh, send me those Edward shirts, two uh, XL, because your boy lifts and takes his creatine. So yeah, if you send me one, I love you, and you'll be the top listener for. 18 days you'll be top listener and um i'm just gonna say he makes a lot of false promises cheyenne we should probably get back to the episode (laughs) we should probably get back to it all right people are waiting but true let's uh unpack the unpack the trip get it because you went on a trip and then you guys had to unpack when you were done and (laughs) (laughs) 
she's just killing it with oh. these. I'm excited because we haven't told Cheyenne like. No, we have not talked about this at all. Yeah, we we stayed. We waited for the podcast for this. Yeah, they're gonna exaggerate, you guys. Oh my God! See, this is what jealousy sent. I like. I Scouts Honor Pinky Promise. There is no exaggeration in this. I'm not kidding. And the end of the story will really freak you out. What we learned. I heard the end of the story. Oh. Yeah. Well, it'll freak out the listeners. Okay, so we find a campground. Um, actually, before that, we drive on this road. And it's like a, a forest service road. So we we're going to find little offshoots to go and camp. Because on Reddit, they were like, oh, there's like fucking 1,800 places to camp all throughout the forest. And I was like, tight. Like, we're going to find at least one, you know. Well, Reddit's a bunch of liars. So... <laughs> He was pissed. Yeah. We're, we're driving on this road and it, it splits. And it's, I mean, the road's gorgeous. It was like this awesome canopy over us while we're driving. And there's like big, thick, illustrious ferns everywhere. I mean, right by the river, yeah. moss everywhere. It was go- like when we pulled in and started driving into the forest, I was like, this is exactly where I want to camp. This looks so cool. So we were driving. We find... One offshoot, someone's already there. And I'm like, whatever. There's Apparently, there's 1,800 of them, so we should find somewhere. Go to the next one, about a mile and a half down the road. Someone's in that one. And I'm like, okay, not looking so tight anymore. We keep driving, and the road forks, so we take the one to the right. And there's nothing down there. There's no offshoots. There's nowhere to pull over or anything. And then all of a sudden, there's a road-closed gate just closing the rest of the road. So even after I bought this damn pass to go outside, they closed outside. You guys think he's grumpy now? I call him little old man because he's a little grumpy man. Yeah. How the fuck do you close outside? That doesn't make sense. Hey, this part of outside is closed. You can't go there. Okay. But we paid for that. So yeah, we, I paid, we paid for, for the them outside. To, yeah, to close that. So. so we do that, turn around, and then I go back that same way and take a right and go to the other side of the fork. And I'm like, all right, this must be it. You know, this must be where we're going. We travel, no bullshit, what, like 45 minutes on this logging road? Yeah, it was, it was just a really rough road, you know? Yeah, and it started to get less and less road, and we are no longer by the river. It's just slowly going up the mountain. It was basically, yeah, it was just taking you up the mountain. It was all like either mountainside and then the other side is just cliff. Yeah. So I'm like, where am I supposed to camp here? Yeah. There was nowhere. And we keep driving and keep driving because I'm like, maybe it's just around here. Well, eventually we reach the top of the mountain and I was like, okay, now we're going downhill. This is not at all where it's supposed to be. So I follow it a little bit more and then it goes uphill a little, a little more. And then the road starts to narrow and becomes very very rough and then all of a sudden we come to you know when like the grass like all you can see are two tire tracks and like the grass kind of down the middle of the strip oh kind of like what i like to call res road yeah yeah but it's like you you can tell by the look of the road that no one really uses it right like sure someone drove down there but it's not a an everyday occurrence that someone's driving on this and the bush gets so deep and so thick that when we're driving on it, now it's enveloping the truck while I'm driving through it. And I'm like, I don't think this is 
like I don't think this is where we're supposed to be. This right. does not look very welcoming or like we're supposed to be back here. So I put in reverse and we go back down the same road we went. And at this point I'm like you know, Shayla can attest. I'm like, oh, just fucking pull over wherever and just, you can camp here. But there was nowhere to pull over. If you wanted to, you could camp in some brush. Yeah, that's not. And like rocks and shit. It was like gravel piles. And I was just like, this is basically a last ditch effort before we just basically forget this portion of the trip. And we were driving basically back out to where we started to look for campsites. And there's this little not even a road it's just there's rocks and mud and it looks like you can get back there so i take a right put the old milf in four by and we hump up this little hill and right when we get in there it's like the most gorgeous perfect campsite i've ever seen in my life like it's very you know um primitive mm-hmm. it's not like a campsite it's just i can park my truck here and i can put the tent up right here so we get there and we we set it up and it's just absolutely gorgeous just huge towering trees around us like we have a bunch of room for everything we were off the road and we weren't right on the river which was kind of nice because i i told him you know like our family we just grew up always camping out just basically in the woods you know we didn't have we didn't like pay for campsites or anything and we just like pitched a tent and called it good you know yeah so this was like, this was it. Like, this was the spot. It was, yeah, it was so nice. But we were close enough to the river that we could walk. Yeah, it was like a 10, 15 minute walk through the bush. But we set up and I'm just like taking it in. I'm just like already in love with this place. And so Shayla's stoked that we got a place and, you know, we built the fire pit, put up the tent, all that. And then we cooked some food and, uh, you know, I got a bunch of firewood because I was like, well, let's make some fires. And so the first night comes and Shayla's like kind of checking in on me like, hey, you know, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm stoked. Like this is we're having a great time. We made s'mores. It was a whole thing. So everything leading up to the first night made me believe that it was going to be a good time. I could tell, though, that he was uneasy because if you know Eric... He's all about security, always worried about people, terrified of bears, which was the thing that I was so worried about. Bears will kill you. Their whole body is built to kill humans. There are relatives. That's fine. I have relatives that have killed plenty of humans. (laughs) They're fucking scary too. Okay. Shout out Uncle Willie. Oh, Um, I am one with bears. Uh, My grandma used to say my feet were shaped like bear paws. Um, Which is a medical condition, and I still don't know why you haven't gotten those looked at. Okay, they shouldn't be shaped no, like I that. No, I like it. I keep them there because I like it. Um, she also has turtle skin, which is cool. Yeah. What? Wait, what? Your turtle skin on your ankles? Yeah, actually, that's um, that's not even identified as a medical condition. Yeah. It's she, weird. It's like... Her body belongs in the Journal of Medicine. You should donate it to science because they could learn a lot about... You know, what can go wrong? I could make a lot of money. You have to die first. I could make a lot of money. Okay. Any, well, Revive. Any of our doctors out there that want to in- investigate turtle skin bear girl, uh, come on the show. 
<laughs> Come take a look at this stuff. It flakes. You can take samples. Um, I'll let you even lance a few areas off that um, <laughs> are needing to be lanced, but I just haven't got that checked Bring out your yet. strongest lance, though, because yeah. her skin thick. It's thick. Yeah. I'll tell you that. And it's greasy. It's like a tortoise shell. That's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. they call you turtle feet. Well, turtle ankle. Turtle ankles, which is cool because they're strong. Yeah. That's actually her Indian name. <laughs> turtle ankles. Yeah. <laughs> turtle ankle barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm scared of bears. Don't like people. I'm a blast to be around, really. Yeah, so I was very worried because it's just him and I, you know? It's not like, oh, yeah, we're going camping with our whole family or, like, all of our friends. Like, and this is her first time camping with just one person, too. Yeah. And my first time camping ever, so... You know, the dream team's out there making it happen. And uh, so we, we get in bed, you know, the first night. And I'm just laying there. And I have terrible tinnitus, too, which also is upsetting. Because when you're, like, laying out there, I was like, oh, man, it's so quiet. You know, it's so gorgeous out there at night. And I'm laying there looking at the stars just hearing. The weird thing was, is I was like, oh, it'll probably be like loud enough, you know, because when you go camping, there's like crickets and frogs and. Yeah, especially being by the water, you would think there would be like yeah. frogs and stuff. Yeah, no, there was none of that. Dead silent. Okay. I could hear my blood pumping through my body. Yeah, my first thought was like, this is kind of weird. Like. And like no wind or nothing. Well, you know what? When Shayla and I have went camping in the past, I mean, probably like. Less than 500 feet, there's a creek right by us. Yeah. It's not like a 15, you know what I mean? 15 minute walks. So that could have been like a different environment for you, Shayla. Just putting that out there. And I don't think she's ever camped in a forest like that. Yeah, though. I was going to say, and that's why I told him, I was like, we've never camped. The west side is completely different different yeah. than like our woods. You know, I it was totally different. Yeah, because like up in Chihuahua and all that, you know, like all the forests we normally go to, I'm used to that and I know how that feels. Then we went in there and I was like, this is so dense and so old. Like you could not see, I mean, probably 50 yards in front of you because the, the forest was so dense. So anything past that, you have no idea what's over there. I, I've never seen forests like this. Yeah, maybe 40 yards. It was really close. Yeah. So we're laying there and uh, yeah, we start hearing like, you know, like the twig snap. And so I'm like, I'm... I'm prepared for that. The normal wood sounds. Yeah. I'm like, what? You know me, because I'm, I'm looking up like, what am I going to fucking hear in these woods at night? What is, what's normal? So I know what, what's not normal. And we didn't have any cell service, obviously, when we were there. So. No, no cell service, uh, a ton of guns and big knives and flashlights and bear spray. I was ready for whatever was going to come. Uh, but like I said, you know, you're hearing like. Twig snaps, branch break, whatever the stuff like that. And so I look at Shay and she's like, that's, that's fine. You know, that's a normal sound. I'm like, all right, you know, just trying to get my bearing. And then, you know, we're laying there for like an hour, just hanging out, talking. Yeah. Just being, she's like, yeah, you know, and we're just talking about how cool it is out there in the great spot we have. And I'm trying to like soak it in, you know, my anxiety is already through the roof and I'm trying to like calm it down. But I like, tried to talk him through it, too. I was trying. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, this is a new experience for me, and I just have to get through the first night, you know, because I've never done this. So once I know what, what it sounds like, how it feels, then I'm fine. 
Well, then the sounds started to change from little twigs breaking to, uh, I mean, what could only be described as 15 to 20 banshees screaming on top of the mountain right behind us. It, okay, it literally sounded like if a pack of dogs and a woman laughing at the same time at the same time. Yeah, it was like high pitched and there was you could tell that there was a bunch of them, whatever it was. Like 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 hyena sounds? No, it was like a woman screaming for like a like a maniacal woman like laugh screaming. But there was like 10 to 15 of them. I mean, cuz it you could tell that there was a bunch of whatever this was. And these weren't sounds that mountain lions make. We looked up mm-hmm. foxes don't make these sounds and they don't last as long as what we were hearing. And I was like, "Well, maybe it's like coyotes or something." You know, I don't know. Yeah, because I'm laying there and I look at her and I was like, what the fuck was that? What was the duration from start, like, to start to finish for one, like, I'll just say howl? Well, so it only did it once. The the sound was only made once. And I would say it was probably, yeah, 15 to 20 seconds. Yeah. I mean, it was long enough for us both to be looking at each other while it's happening and being like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? You guys didn't record it? No, we were going to bed. I know, but always be prepared. Okay, well, come on the trip and maybe you can record well, something. I'll be prepared. Are you going to come? Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Don't maybe, hold me. Maybe. Probably yeah, not. Maybe though. next year. Maybe not. So, <clears throat> my first thought, I was like, this has to be like coyotes. But coyotes, everyone knows what they sound like, yeah? Yeah. It's like. And yeah. I know what these animals all sound like. Yeah. But I, and the weird thing was, is like where we were laying, like our heads behind us was, it went up. Like it was, we were at like the base of a, a small mountain and they sounded like they were on top of that mountain screaming down and the valley that we were in was just reverberating, which is weird because of how dense the forest is technically the sound waves shouldn't have done that it's not like we were in a a rocky valley where the sound waves can bounce off each other they should have been deadened by the time it got to us yeah you know what i mean yeah and i don't know and i told him i was like maybe there's like i don't know someone had some dogs you know that we're like at those other campsites by the river, but but there, it was behind us up the I mountain. I know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I was just trying to figure it out because there's was, no trails or roads that go back there. Yeah. Well, yeah. That we were only on. There was one road in, one road out, and that was. And it. the yeah, and the road was maybe, you know, twenty meters long, like yeah. it's a short road. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a road. It's like a. It's just in and out, in a little inlet. So we're lying there, and I, I, we hear this screaming. And, like, my heart is just fucking beating through its chest. And it did it once. And, yeah, I don't know what. We should have had something recording. Yeah, we should have. And even now, like I told him, even on the, like, driving back home, I said, I am kicking myself in the ass because I didn't, you know, record or, like, 
I don't know. I wasn't thinking though. Like we weren't thinking. No. Yeah, we're gonna investigate this. Like here, let's have all of our equipment. Like we were just like, yeah, let's go to bed. Yeah, because it was just a camping trip. Yeah, I. And don't we were gonna go investigate other parts later. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Don't shit where you eat, kind of thing. So Shayla, where? Did, how did you feel in that situation, hearing the sounds? Well, I just felt. I was like, that's weird. But maybe it's like a one-off thing, you know? And he's, I'm trying to stay calm. And I was like, it's all good, you know? Just like close your eyes, try to relax. I don't know. That was a weird sound, but there's also other people, you know, a few miles away. Yeah, because we were not close to anyone at all. Yeah. There was no other campsite near us. Yeah, they call it boondocking. Yeah. So we were like, you know, just grab your shit and go in the woods and camp. I mean, we we aren't near anyone. So I was like, I don't know. Maybe there's an off chance somebody's fucking walking this road with a dog. It sounded like 14 dogs at, you know, 12 o'clock. So then we waited for the second time for it to go through. Because, like, if it's going to happen once, it should happen again. If it's a normal occurrence, you know what I mean? Yeah. but and it, nothing. Yeah, it didn't. And so, yeah, what? I was like, great, this is my first time camping, and I fucking hear this, and Shayla doesn't know what it is. But also, Shayla didn't seem too worried by it. Yeah, the first night, I wasn't, I was like, that's weird, but, like, maybe it's just, like, a one, like I said, a one-off thing. So I was like, it's all right, just, like, go to sleep, you know? Yeah, and so. We did. Somehow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, somehow I went to sleep. I racked. Yeah, she was done. And so in the morning, we were like. You know, kind of like, what do you think that was? And it was just like, and you know, with the sun, when the sun comes out, you feel safer because you can see. For some reason. Well, I mean, you can see and like, I think that's the biggest part. You can see all around you. So you're like, all right, you know, blah, blah. So we're talking and we're just doing our thing. And then uh, we were going to go down to the river to check it out. And our truck was dead. This was weird. So, yeah, it's in the morning. We had our coffee, right? And we were literally, I had, like, my my bag on, and I had my coffee in hand, and I was like, yeah, let's, like, go check out the river, you know? And Eric literally turns around as we were walking out, and he was like, should I just try starting the car? Yeah, because I just had this feeling, like, I'd like, the, I'd like to know the truck works. And I was like, if you feel so inclined, like, yeah, knock yourself out. Sure as shit, the... T- the car wouldn't, the truck wouldn't start. It was just like was clicking. Just and I was like, oh my God, your battery's dead. Luckily, I had the foresight to bring one of those self-jumping battery things. Thank God. So I <clears throat> got the truck jumped, drove it into town, got a new battery. Um, shout out to my boy from Whiteheads. Is that what it's called? Whiteheads? Well, it's a, it was a Napa, but it's but owned, it owned by the Whitehead. Owned by the Whitehead family. Oh, jeez. Yeah, in Forks. So if you need any uh, automotive done while you're in Forks for some reason, go see our boys. I think his name was Justin. Josh? <laughs> I don't know. Something like Super that. nice guy. Uh, yeah, go see the Whiteheads. They're, they're homies. So we get back, and we're like, let's go, uh, let's go check out the river now, you know? So we walk down there, and there's an obvious path to get down. I mean, it is in the deep bush. There's not, like, a real walkway. Yeah, there's no trails. Yeah, it's just kind of like a game trail almost. But you can you can see it. You can see where to go. 
also didn't really go like we just thought we were gonna just walk down and like check it out and then come back so i you know like we didn't have our backpack or like no. nothing you know I, we were just going to neander around so we walk through the bush and get to the river and it's super it's a gorgeous like there's this big it's the Kalawa river ran right by us and there's like a ton of rocks everywhere like uh you know, just river rock and big rocks everywhere. And there's an obvious terrain feature where we came out of across from the river. So we walked out and I looked for a terrain feature so I'd know how to get back. And there was a, on the slope, there was a tree that had fallen and it was the only one that had fallen. So I was like, there it is. There's my terrain feature. I know how to get back now, you know? So we walk out there, you know, skip some rocks, do our thing, fuck around for a little bit. And then we're like, all right, let's get, let's go back and make a fire, get food ready. Well, we walk to the terrain feature and go to head in, and there's no path there anymore. I've never experienced this. So, we didn't walk, like, very far. Like, we literally came out of the bush, walked to the river, and then came back to, like, leave. Yeah, we might have walked, I mean, 100 feet at most. And it was like... Eric is so good with his sense of direction. Like, that's what he did when he was in the service. Like, he always knows where we are. Like, when we go out, Cheyenne knows. Like, he yeah, can drive somewhere. I don't ever somewhere. get lost. Yeah, he can drive somewhere one time and remember it, which I am terrible with direction. It's so, Liam. Okay. So, <laughs> so he's like, well, that's weird. Like, where the hell did we come out? And I said, I don't know. So he's looking... And he's looking around and he's, we're walking on rock. Like yeah. it's larger rocks, like, you know, the size of your hand. So it's not like it's flat. And I'm in my damn tennis shoes, just following him around, trying to figure out where the hell we were. And he, I could tell he slightly started to panic. Well, it, it wasn't a panic. It was like severe confusion as to like how is this happening this doesn't this doesn't make any sense <laughs> Sorry. you know like like she said i mean i you give me a map and a compass and i can find my way anywhere or even without that with terrain features and dead reckoning i can figure out where where i need to go and so when we went back to the terrain feature and should have walked right up to the spot everything had changed like, it didn't even look the same from when we had just walked out of it t- 15 minutes prior. It was, it was bizarre. Like, I was like, this, how did this happen? So he starts kind of walking real swiftly, like, around, like, up and down, trying to find at least somewhere to get out, to get up to the main road so we could get back to the camp. And there was nothing. No, and then... I, you know, and I'm kind of going slow because I'm not prepared. He's like in boots and I'm just in tennis shoes. And this this was stupid. We shouldn't... Looking back, we should have not done this. Um, he was kind of getting a ways from me to the point where, like, he was kind of going around bushes and stuff and I couldn't see him. He was kind of going out of my line of sight. And I'm yelling at him. I said, Eric, like, stay to at least where I can see you so I can try to follow you out because, okay, we've seen the missing 411. Okay, we all know what happens in these national parks. And, and we, we were by there. rocks. Yeah, water, there was a hill. Like, it, 
it was stupid. And I, t I told him, I said, Eric, and he's like, hang on, I'm just trying to figure this out. And I said, I can't, I can't see you. Well, I told her to wait there. Well, I didn't hear him say that. I said, I said, wait here. I'm going to go try and find where this is at. And then she, you know, little duckling. Yeah, I'm just slap, <laughs> slapping her feet on the yeah. rocks. And I'm like, okay, just wait. Because I didn't want to do it like a slow pace, try and find things. Because the sun was already starting to go down. Yeah. And so I was like, I, we need to find this now. Yeah. It was just like not a good situation. Also, though, like I was following him while he was trying to look for a way out for about, it was like 15 minutes. Like it, it yeah. was kind of hot out and like we were sweating and like, you know, we didn't have water, nothing. It was, it was not smart. Yeah. So I don't know what happened with the banks of that river, but I swear the terrain changed. Like we left out of the same spot and something changed on the banks of that river where the, the foliage and everything moved around because even when we, the way we got out was not the way we went in. I, I just found something and I was like, let's take this because this looks like something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do believe that. Like, like this I, looks like a way yeah, out. I bet. And so I was like, we're just going to fucking take this. Cause and it wasn't the way we took in, which is so fucking wild to me because I never get lost. Right. So I, I was like, that. dude, this is, and that was like, what was freaking me out. Not the fact that we were lost, but the fact that it wasn't there anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like you said, we didn't walk the river for hours and come back and be like, Oh, this is where we're supposed to go in. I mean, we just went and dicked for a sec and then went to come back. So that was really strange and paranormal. That is paranormal. Yeah. That's fucking strange. But we ended up finding the way back. Obviously, we're here to talk to you now. And, uh, yeah, but I, I won't forget that and changes our protocols on how we do things a lot more now. You know what I mean? Well, and at the time, too, like, we didn't think it was paranormal or, like, weird, right? Like, in the back of my mind, I was, like, missing 411. So like was I. <laughs> And I was like, dude, we're doing all the wrong I know. things. And it's always the people that are like, oh, he's backpacking his whole fucking life. And then one day just disappeared. Well, and you know, they always said in that too, like you want, it's always the people that are either in the front or the back. And I'm like, well, either one of us could be fucked because yeah, there's, there's only, only two. two. Exactly. And he's out of my line of sight. So we were just kind of scrambling around and... Yeah, we got up, right? We get back to the campsite, and I'm like, let's, like, start this fire and, like, get food going. So we did, and, like, after dinner, we were, like, sitting there, and I, he didn't say anything or, like, bring it up, but I said to him, I was like, don't you think that was weird that that just happened? Yeah, it was kind of like we, we, we didn't, I didn't say nothing about it because I didn't want to, like, give it that, I don't know, Set power. Set the tone. Yeah, and be like, dude, that was fucking weird. I was just like, eh, let's just you know, not talk about it till we're gone. And he was like, I mean, it was a little odd. And I was like, you never get lost. Like, how did that happen? I've never. Yeah, your boy was mad confused. I don't know. So, and actually it turns out that the road we were camping on is called Solduck Road. And there was somebody who actually went missing under really odd circumstances off of that road. 
Yeah, his name was Jacob Gray, and he was actually one of the missing 411 cases. Um, we didn't know this at the time. Yeah, no. The, we, we were made aware of this after our, uh, we had left that place. Yeah, so thankfully. Yeah, thank God. Well, obviously, we wouldn't have camped there. But yeah, I'd have been like, yeah, probably not Solduck Road. But, um... But it's really weird how, like, his story is really odd. I mean, mo- all these missing 411s are, but like, do you want to tell them about kind of like the circumstances and like what they found? So he was a, he was 22 years old um, and he left Port Townsend alone on his bicycle on April 5th of 2017. And he was towing like one of those little like camping trailers, you know, behind the, the bike, you know, yeah. as people do. He was, um, planning to travel to the Olympic National Park before heading east. So it was just him, his bike, his trailer, his gear. He was all by himself, and he was um, an avid, like, outdoorsman. Yeah, this wasn't his first. He wasn't just, didn't just get a wild hair up his ass to go do this. Like, this was who he was. So they found, um, at mile six and a half up Solduck Road... He, they basically found his bike and his trailer and his items strung about near the river. And strangely enough, there were like bows on the ground. Arrows. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not bow. bows. Yeah. Bows. I don't know why I said bows. They're, but, yeah, they're arrows. And the arrows were sticking out of the ground and around the back of the trailer. So, so it's like someone attacked him or but, something happened. Yeah. And so, you know, they were like checking the area. Um, they thought maybe that he had walked to the river or something like that. Or he was stuck somewhere. And yeah, anyway. So they rechecked the area the next morning and it was still everything was untouched. There's actually a picture. Ooh. Oh my God, that's terrifying. Might put the picture up on the Instagram. So, but today nobody knows what happened to him. So, it's just an odd thing. They, it was a mystery for about a year, okay? They heard nothing, you know, no one knew. And then, they ended up finding him uh, 5,300 feet above sea level and at least 15 miles from where his bike was left. Just found his body there? So it appears that... So they ended up searching the area with 30 people, dogs, um, nothing. And they just kept rechecking that area. They had volunteers come in, all this, right? So a week after they discovered the bike, they found evidence that someone had swapped hiking boots for running shoes along the river's edge. Yeah, so changed the shoes out. So they thought, oh, he must have slipped and fell in, or maybe he was downstream. You know, they didn't know. Um, So they kept searching and all this, and they had cadaver dogs that kept hitting on, like, this log jam. But... 
nothing was there, which is odd. Yeah, so it can they can smell the dead body, but there's no body there. I mean, the Coast Guard was involved. Like, it was a whole thing. They had, like, naval air station from the Whidbey Island. Like, it was a whole thing. And then they end up finding him that far away from where all this had initially happened. A year later. Yeah, and when we drove into on Solduck Road to go camp, we passed mile marker six and a half, and we camped before we even saw mile marker seven. So we ended up actually camping right where right he, across the the road from where he disappeared, and we had no idea. Yeah. And so that means that when we went to the river, we walked by right where he had disappeared. So the yeah. fact that the, the scenery had changed on our way back makes sense as to why that happened because there's already weird disappearances happening there. So what happened to him right there? Yeah. I mean, they don't know. So he was found a year later on Friday, August 10th of 2018. Um, and they found his remains at the top of the mountain, like a ridge above the whole, uh, whole lake. And... It, that, yeah, 15 miles from where his bike was found. That's insane. Yeah, there's no way he there's no way he moved that amount. And it's said that the terrain and all that that where he was found like there was no trails. It was prone to avalanches. It had been snowy. Um yeah, I I don't know. So a lot of odd shit happening right there and we had no idea. And you have to think about you know like in that environment and like, if you just like walk fifteen miles, how exerted your body would feel. Oh yeah, and if, especially when you don't have food or that's what, you what I was know gonna what I mean? say. No water. No. He'd left all his stuff there. Changed his hiking boots out, so for running shoes. Which I know, like, I don't, I can't obviously fathom what kind of conditions he had to go through for how long. Yeah. But like, when people start getting hyperthermic, you know, they start. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Start doing things out of character or just out of out of the ordinary compared to someone who's fully you yeah, know what I mean? Unnatural behavior. Yeah, unnatural, yeah. yeah, especially for what he's going like you said, yeah. like what he's going through. Right. So they still don't know what happened to him, as I said. Um they could not perform an autopsy. Um he had a cigarette lighter and insulated clothing and plenty of food with him on scene, like where the body was found. But they think that he eventually like died due to hypothermia, but there were no signs of trauma, nothing like that. And there were exactly four arrows sticking out of the ground where his things were found. His gear was perfectly, it was laid out. He was in full view, well, the bike and all that was in full view of traffic. Yeah, because that lady called in and she was like, hey, there's a bike here and there's a lot of stuff around and I don't see anyone around here. And that's that's initially what caused the, the search because she had seen the bike and all of his stuff. Okay, so before I even heard about like the four arrows sticking up, it already kind of sent me over to the size, personally. I wonder what size the arrows were. I don't know. But that's kind of what I lean towards hearing that story. And then after you said that, slightly to me, it sounds like, I don't know, to me, that's like a weird convert, like a, uh, um, you know, it's just, it kind of pinpoints it to me. 
maybe that's like a weird fact about it. Yeah. That kind of leads you in that direction. That makes sense. Why the arrows, though? I mean, are they known for that? No, but like, what else do you associate? You know what I mean? Like, you associate arrows with native. I'm not trying to be stereotypical, no, but. But yeah, it I mean, is that true. makes sense. Yeah. And if something in native folklore were to use a weapon of some sort. Right. Right? It wouldn't be like a 30 out six. And they're known for luring people away. Right. Yeah, and being tricksters. You know, Shy, I never thought about that. Now, this area is a very well-known area for, I mean, natives. It's And supernatural happenings. Yeah. So, that I never thought about that. The forest is old and holds many secrets. Exactly. And that brings us to our shout-out segment. This week... Our listener of the week is the one and only Ryan Anderson. Drop below. Like it like that. Yeah. Like it like Ryan Anderson is a local homie and super talented musician. Go check out his band Dead Low if you like to get fucking violent and uh, if you're into heavy ass breakdowns and some nasty vocals. Listen to them. Uh, at, this is a warning for you. Listen to them if you want to be fucking cool and have all the good things happen to you in life. Uh, Ryan, just want to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, hopefully we can bring you on one of our investigations soon because it seems like you know a lot about the creepy happenings near Spirit Lake. So we might do another episode of Spirit Lake and have him on there. Um, yeah, Ryan, you're a super, super homie. And I love you and appreciate you. And if you need any 3D or visuals, um, David Bakke's commissions are open and you can find him on Instagram at J-S-M-N-D-R-A-G-O-N. Um, yeah, go uh, give him a follow. He has some pretty sick uh, visuals up in here. He might be able to do one for Prairie Northwest. Ooh. So yeah. if, you need, uh, if you need any visuals done, he does like merch designs. He does uh, album arts. He does 3D visuals for whatever you need. If you want to do like branding or anything, he can take care of stuff like that. Uh, hit him up. The dude is incredibly talented. He's one of Eric's good friends and yeah, one plays of, music. He's been friends with me since I was emo wearing my sister's pants. So David Bakke is definitely a, a real one. And like I said, just an incredibly talented musician and artist. But uh, go follow his Instagram. Hit him up if you got any inquiries needed. Uh, you know, give give our boy some some business. Yeah, and listen to his music. Yeah, listen to Takers Leavers because they fucking rip as hell. I've, I'm the most, I have the most talented friends ever, and I'm so stoked about that. So, once again, Ryan Anderson, thank you so much for being a listener and a homie. Go check out his band Dead Low. And David, thank you so much for being a shining star in everyone's life. Go check out his Instagram, JSMN Dragon, on, uh, you know, like I said, on Instagram. And uh, go purchase some art, people. Come on, spread the love. Love you guys. And we're back. <sighs> I don't know if I'm ready wow. for the second part. I know. All Wait, right. Here we go. Well, so after all that, happened at the river and we almost became missing 411 
but we didn't. That's right. I'm here to tell the tale. How we survived? Well, well they probably didn't want our ass, to be yeah. honest. Whatever's taking people is probably like, this dude talks a fuck ton. I'm surprised they didn't take you, though, because you're fine as hell. I'd take you. Thank you. But it's not consensual. They oh. probably knew that, too. Yeah. She didn't consent. Uh, they didn't take Shayla because she's one with nature. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Being Native American. It's obviously um, in our genes, babe. It's in our DNA. It's in her genes. <laughs> it's in my pants. And Cheyenne's genes that she soils will be <laughs> for sale to help fund her move. Yes, um, I will be moving. Um, <laughs> so again, if you guys want to donate um, even a penny from each and every one of you listeners, that would make about... A hundred million dollars. Yeah, that'd make a lot. Because we have, I think, a trillion listeners now. Yeah, it's crazy. So you know what? A penny each is a penny taken. And that's that's a, a saying yeah. starting now. <laughs> a penny each is a penny taken. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to start using that. So if you want any of her soiled hand towels that she's had to wipe her ass with. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or if you want any dog poop. Yeah. Hit her up. Yeah. That's on dog poop. Okay. Night two. Olympic National Park. Shayla and Eric. Here we go. Let's set the scene. Well, there's supposed the to be three nights, and it should tell you enough that we only stayed there for two nights. Yeah, well, you're about to hear why, okay? So we get back from the, you know, down from the river, and we're making food and just kind of, the, the vibe's changed, you know? Little With the sounds from the night odd. prior, and then the, the dead battery. River incident. The river walk. You know, not really going too trill. Yeah, 24 hours, not looking too hot. Yeah, we're not killing it. And when you said the dead battery again, my head went to the SIs. I don't know. It feels like, to me, everything's pointing to the SIs. Can you say the name, just in case we have any new listeners that don't yes, know what SI I'll is? Yes, I'll say the name. Can you? Is it safe? Yeah. Once. Yeah, well, it's not even dark yet. Okay. Yeah, so the SIs uh, are other known as uh, stick Indians. They are little terrorizers that will eat you. And that is not a lie. Like, that's not... I'm not even joking about that. It's not... If you're laughing, you'd stop. Oh, my God. Who's laughing? I'm commanding. Damn. <laughs> I command you in the name of Lucifer. <laughs> I had to. Huh? So, night two. <laughs> We're back to it. Um, I made some delicious steak and red potatoes. That was tight. We needed a, we needed a sort of lift, you know, a pick me up. So it made some delicious food, um, but the happiness from that only lasted so long. Shayla was like, "Can we stay up later tonight?" You know, because like that's the whole thing of camping is you stay up really late by a campfire. And I'm like, "Okay, well let's let's do that then." I don't know what the rules are, so let's do the rules. I love guidance. That's literally unspoken. Like you go in there and you know you're gonna stay up late. It's unspoken. I didn't. First time. He's from California. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Red flag. Okay. Well, I don't choose where I'm born. There was no consent there. Thank you to all of our Californians out there that listen. Appreciate you. Yeah. Sorry you live there. <laughs> um, so we stay up really late and build a really big fire that night. Because I'm like, I'm going to let something know that, hey, I can build fires and they're big. You know, maybe that's enough for them to be like, yo, this guy's kind of chill. He's kind of tight. He's like, 
let me show off to my wife. You know, a little bit of ego going on, but I was impressed. Mm-hmm. And I was like bench pressing stuff out there. Yeah, he was chopping wood and shit. I had a dude. Honestly, that was like my favorite part was like chopping wood and I, just getting the fire ready. I could tell. That's all you did. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen our wood pile. Fuck. <laughs> I yeah. did not chop down any trees that were living. No, I'll of put that not. out there. Don't fucking do that. Especially in that forest, there's so much to grab that's dead. Utilize that, okay? Yeah. Don't chop down trees, or else, you know, La La Chusa is gonna get you. Ah. I'm putting that out there. So I got a big fire going. Uh, my biceps are just glistening in the moonlight, right? Yeah, the sweat's dripping down. I'm looking just hard, right? Hard dudes doing hard stuff you know hard dudes hard cocks yeah and they are rock hard yeah so i'm just fucking rock hard out there right just looking jacked and we're staying up doing our thing and it kind of comes time and this is what like 11 30 almost midnight so we stayed up what i thought was pretty late and also also was very tired and uh we get into the into the tent and we're you know laying down that night and she's like are you you know are you good tonight i'm like yeah you know i think things will be good you know this is gonna be i'm I'm putting it out there this is gonna be a good night yeah he was like oh i made it through the first night like it was all good like here we go yeah i was ready i was i was camp man time for mimi's tucked him in yeah i was tired as hell and i'm laying there and shayla's racked out right mouth open the typical yeah. Shayla on the road trip picture that he has like 75 of. Yeah, where she's heads back, mouth open, drooling. Uncomfortable. Neck yeah. broke. And all of a sudden, behind me, I hear a totally different sound than the first night. And I'm fucking terrified, right? She's asleep. And behind me, I hear what sounds like a man because I can hear vocal tone. And it's like, oh, woo! Like, like a guy screaming, woo. But there was, <laughs> yeah, we woo. Yeah. But there was, yeah, anyway, I was asleep. So how the fuck I didn't wake up, I have no idea. I rack, apparently. Yeah, so the first one sounds, right? And it's like, I'm going to do it off the mic because it's pretty loud. It was something like that. And I and it sounded just like that. I actually just scared myself. I peed a little right now. I have a couple questions really quick. Uh, yeah, stop the story. It is, it, we're going in a good direction, but I'd like you to just ruin that. What do you got? Okay, I'm going to ruin it. First of all, how far away from uh, the sound do you think you were? Okay, so the first night, it was probably, yeah, 150 yards. Yes, but the second night. I know, that's what, it's, that's what I'm getting to. The second <laughs> night was... Was probably like sixty to seventy yards, so half the distance from the first night. Okay, way fucking closer. Okay. okay, that's my only question. And the first one hits, and I think I'm in a nightmare. Like I don't think it's real, right? It doesn't hit me that like, hey man, you're awake, and something's fucking wooing <laughs> behind you. So the second one hits, and it, they're just like, woo, woo. Woo! There's three really loud ones. And the second one hits, and I'm fucking slapping Shayla's leg. And I'm like, get up! And I was like, Shayla! And so she, uh, 
Uh, the second one hits and she's starting to get up. So as soon as I open my eyes, it's it's ha- it's like happening. Like so right when I wake up, that's all I can hear. Yeah, and it's loud. And I look over and Eric's like I have been fucking like this is the second one. And so it just happens two more times. Yeah. And it was almost like in the beginning of the woo, it was, there was like a crack in the yeah, voice. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It sounded like a wow or yeah, like Yeah, like a I don't even know. I can't do it. But it sounded like a man. Like there was obvious vocal tones. Like it was tonal, like human speak. You know, cuz it wasn't a it wasn't a bobcat or a mountain lion or puma mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck is up here. Cougars. There's 19 names for these damn things. Was it like a party woo? Like a woo? No, it was more like a I don't even fucking know, like a you found something, woo? Like an exciting woo? No, it was more of like a call. It wasn't like woohoo, nothing yeah. like that. It was like it was calling something. You know what I mean? That was like the most perfect woohoo ever. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not gonna do it again. We're just gonna solidify that. Well. But yeah, it was like, it, like I know what you're saying. Yeah. It wasn't like a like that. It, it sounded like a man. At fucking midnight thirty, one o'clock. And it kind of drug on. Like, it wasn't really quick. It was like, wow. And then you would hear it reverberate and echo through the canyon. And then, like I said, it happened, what, four times total? And at this point, we're both sitting up. I'm scared as a motherfucker. He's, oh my God. I felt so bad for I him. I got the shotgun loaded with slugs. Yeah. Because I'm not that cocksucker on the horror movies where you're like, why didn't you bring a gun? Why didn't you do this? No, I am that guy. I'm there. I have bear spray, a giant <laughs> turquoise handled native knife, which will stab the fuck out of anything. I got my Glock 19. I got my shotgun loaded with slugs. Like I'm whatever comes. I'm if it is going to kill me. They're going to find that thing dead, too, whatever it is. So he's got all this shit next to where he's sleeping. He's sitting there with the shoddy. I'm sitting there with my Glock and a flashlight. And also, we're just, shout out Glock. Um, yeah, obviously. If you guys can sponsor us, like... <laughs> I'd be tired. Yeah, because your boy could use a couple more. So if you own Glock and you're listening to this, which you probably are, come on the show. Bring some Glocks. So we're just sitting there, and I told him, I said, just be quiet. Okay, let's just listen for a minute. Because I'm trying to assess what is that? What animal makes that sound? That was my first thought. Yeah, and that. so I'm looking at her like, hi, you're the camp expert. What is that? Well, I'm not a camp expert, but I've heard animals in the Northwest. Well, out of the both of us, if someone's going to be the expert on camping, it's you. Because it's not going to be me. It's my first time. Oh, man. Yeah, I just felt so bad. He was just trembling. And I was like, it's okay, like. And my eyes are huge, and I got big-ass ears, so I can hear everything. And I'm, I'm in my mind and in my soul, I'm ready for it to basically crash through him or whatever it is to crash through our tent, and I'm going to blow the fuck out of it. So... With a gun. Not, I'm not going to blow his dick. So we're just kind of sitting there for, like, what, maybe 30 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe? It felt like an eternity. Yeah, so we're just sitting there not saying anything. And Eric turns to me and goes, should I woo back? And I looked at him, I go, 
Are you fucking kidding me? Hell no, shut your mouth. I didn't know what to do if I should be like, hey man, we're here, I'll, I'll do a sound back. I was like, no. I was channeling my inner Cheyenne. I was like, what would Cheyenne do? <laughs> that's exactly what I would have fucking done. See, and that's, that's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I would have done. Because it already knows we're there. Right, it's not like it doesn't know your location. It ain't stupid. Especially if it's a fucking paranormal. And it's gotten closer species. since the first night. Come on, they're not stupid. That's what I was, yeah, I was like, yo, if I woo back, maybe we'll like be homies. Like he won't fucking Shayla's murder getting me. pissed. Okay, here's the thing. I didn't, I didn't even think about the first night because it sounded totally different. Like I was like, this is not the same thing. And my first thought was, this sounds like a person. Yeah. And I was like, if he woos back right now, they're going to be able to tell where we are. They already knew where we were. Okay, but if they didn't, I wasn't going to be like, yeah, go ahead and woo back. What the fuck's that going to do? Well, if they can come get it, then I had 20 slugs. Okay, well, you didn't look like you were ready to give it. Really? Because my gun was up and I was all out. Oh, and then what happened next? I have to pee. My bladder. I, I have to <laughs> pee. My bladder was After the fucking so sounds. full. I, could, I couldn't hold it. I could not. Like, I was like, I'm either pissing in this tent. Which I was fine with. Yeah, he loves piss. Oh, my God. There that's she goes. not what I meant. Shayla's exaggerating once again. I couldn't hold it. Bitch, that's piss yourself then. Jesus. <laughs> if, <you're, laughs> if you are that scared to get out of your tent because he wants to woo, piss yourself. Well, so what did we end up doing? <laughs> yeah, what'd you do, Shayla? Let me guess. You got out of the tent. And didn't let him woo. You should have wooed while she no, was pissing. No, I was, dude. She was like, I got to piss. So I was like, okay, you're going to, we're going to go. This is going to be, and I told her this, this is going to be the fastest piss of your life. You better push it all out. And I'm a pro peer. Like I can pee anywhere. <laughs> oh, Love dude, to I pee. Fucking, I'll piss no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding you. I pee, I can pee anywhere. Like, like that. It's just nothing. So I was like, all right. So Eric's like, okay, here's the sitch. I'm going to unlock or unzip this tent. You're going to literally no, step out. No, what I out. said was, that's not what happened. You're not the hero in this. I said, you're going to unzip it. I'm going to go out there. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. You said it backwards. Yeah. So you said, okay, so I said, you, I'll, you unzip it. I'll go out there and clear it, make sure everything's good. And then when I tell you, come out here and start pissing as soon as you, I mean, <laughs> you can start pissing in the tent. Just <laughs> so yeah, no, he told me he was like, "I'm gonna get out here, and then you're gonna step out like two feet and just." Because we had a bucket, and I pooped in it twice. <laughs> okay. It worked out really well. Okay. So yeah. But she wasn't going up there because that's where the sound was coming from, where the poop bucket well, was. Well, was a ways. Human poop. I'm not trying to do that. Poop. <laughs> We're going to add that to the soundboard. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he, he goes out, right? He's checking. He's like, okay, I don't see anything. But also, like he said, we couldn't see yeah. that far anyway. So it was like, well, if there's nothing standing, you know, 20 feet outside your tent, I guess you're all right. Which I, and I was like, I, I'll clear what I can. But if I can't, like, like you said, I mean, if it's 30 feet out there, I'm not going to see it. But at least I was, I was out there. And then she's, uh, yeah, so I got the shotgun just ready finger was still off the trigger though because safety okay let's safety be safe first, then yeah. teamwork. the safety was on finger off the trigger 
I know my rules. So we're kind of like back to back. Well, and she's pissing with the Glock in her hand. Yeah. So I'm I'm peeing and I'm holding it and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to keep moving this thing around. And I got the flashlight and the laser yeah. on it. So I was like, I think I'm good. He's got my back and he's looking around and he's like, all right, you know, get it out. And yeah, I'm like, OK, piss. so we get it right. We hop back in the tent. Everything's chill. Yeah. OK. Nothing. We lay down. Okay, but, well, we we had stayed up for a little bit. Oh, yeah, but we were laying down. Yeah, but probably like 40 minutes later, you were like, all right, you know, we haven't heard anything. Let's just try and get some sleep then. Because what else are we going to do? I mean, that's your option. So then we hear, and I heard, like, facing outward of the tent to the left, I hear. My side. Yeah, Eric's side. I hear a pretty <laughs> large branch break. Yeah, like it was broken, not that yeah. it, not like a, a log fell or anything like that. Like something was splintered and then cracked. Yeah. And he's like, did you hear that? And I said, yeah, I heard that. So we're just laying there in silence, listening to all these fucking sounds. <laughs> and then. Well, before that, we had heard one single gunshot off in the distance. That's right. So. After she pissed, talking a lot about piss on this one. So if if you're into that, then you're welcome. But she pissed like a ton. I mean, there was so much pee pee. Okay. <laughs> so we get back inside and we're laying there and she's like, hey. And she's doing a great job trying to calm me down. You know, it's not working, but she's doing a great job doing it. And we're laying there and then all of a sudden I just hear... So it was a rifle shot, a big caliber, like, you know, 30 out six, something around there. It was, I mean, it was a large rifle was fired and then nothing. And this is right after we're hearing these woos. Like, yeah. And, and so I told her, I said, well, either they got it or it got them, whatever this is, because there's only one reason to fire one shot. Yeah. And so I had no idea what that was. But then, yeah, like she was saying, we were laying there and we hear the branch break. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And it happened like two or three times. And then as as we're listening for more sounds <laughs> behind our heads where the tent is. And this is like one of those two door tents. We hear another branch sound and... It was kind of getting noisy over there. Yeah, like there was some movement now, which on a regular night wouldn't have been weird because you'd be like, that's probably an animal. But the fact that we heard all this first and then now it's getting closer, kind of creep. So then I kind of like partially sit up and I'm looking at him and I'm like, you know, shushing, like, listen. And I'm right behind our tent we hear yeah and like a lot of it and really quick and it kind of sounded like a like like, like the the quickness of it was like but it was like Eric, what did you say it sounded like? Because that is exactly what it sounded like. Okay, you guys know the scene in signs when they're in the cornfield and he's walking through trying to find what he saw run in there and all of a sudden right next to his ear that alien does that like uh, 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 like yeah, that. it's like uh, uh, 
Yeah. And so that's what we heard. Fuck, I'm getting chills just fucking talking about this now. And it is 10, yeah. 10 feet from us now. It's so close to the tent. And I was like, I looked at him and I said, now I'm freaking the fuck out. Like, I was like, I'm spooked now. Yeah. And so now we're, we're back to back sitting on our bed in the tent. She's got her gun. I have my guns. And I'm like, well, we're you know. spooping and pooping at this point. And like, I'm, like I said, whatever is out there, if it wants to grab me, like it's going to have a hell of a fucking time. Like it'll probably take my ass, but I'm getting my licks in. I've never heard, though, that sound before. Yeah. Cheyenne, what, what would you think? Mm. That sounds to me like alien, more alien. Yeah. Sounds to me more alien. So here's that part in signs uh, with the sound. This is the, it didn't sound exactly like this, but this is the closest thing that I can like put to to so you can hear what it sounded like. So your boy was freaking the fuck out. Not tight. Yeah. Right. yeah. So another fucking weird night there. And we never saw anything. It never made a sound after that. It never got closer. We didn't hear anything leaving our campsite or anything. You know, it's not like something was up there and we we're like, because then I started talking out loud to whatever it was. What did you to, say? I just wanted to put it out there. This, I, I don't know exactly what I said, but this was the gist. It was like, look, we're not here to interrupt you, to hurt you. We are not here to do any harm on this forest or to anyone who lives here. You know, we, we just wanted to experience this place. But we kind of get by this point, you don't want us here. So we're going to, we'll leave. Like, we just don't want any problems. We didn't hear, we didn't come here to hurt anything, you mm -hmm. know? And just kind of put it out there that that's who we are. We're not fucking around, going to tear down the forest. We're just here to try and you know, live within its beauty for a couple of days. But I, th I felt like that would, would help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like we always say, they're not stupid. These things know, you know, a lot more than we do. And if they don't understand the words that we're saying, I can, they can feel how I was saying it at least, you know, something like that. I just wanted to put it out there. It was just odd because... You know, Eric was like, I don't know if that's like the big guy. And then I was kind of thinking the same thing Cheyenne was saying, like after we heard those clicking sounds, like that purring clicking thing, I was like, it sounds like someone is like, you know, like those throat clickers, how people do that. Yeah. It kind of sounds like that. And I was like, you know, we've heard that doing the CE5, like the clicking with aliens is like a common theme. Yeah. So I was like, God, I don't know what this is. Like, it could be so many things. So we just kind of, he stayed up till dawn. I kind of snoozed for a bit and then. Yeah, I waited till the sun came up. And then once it came up, uh, I took a piss, a fat one. I ripped a fat pissy. And then I went to bed and we woke, I woke up like five hours later. But I had talked to Shayla that next morning and I was like, do you want to stay another night? You know, and I told her, honestly, I said, if you say yes and you think we should stay another night, then I will. 
but I'm telling you, I don't want to. Like, <laughs> so like, make, make it's up to you. If you want to, we can. We can fucking brave another night. But honestly, your boy is not having a trill time. Yeah. And so she's like, well, you know, we can pack up and and boogie. And also, like, everyone I've told this story to is like, I wouldn't have stayed a second fucking night. And then I look back on it and be, because on our drive home, we were like, I wonder what would happen that third night. If we got closer and closer each (laughs) night, what the fuck was going to happen the third night? You know what I mean? It's like, like the dumbasses in the horror movies where you're like, why wouldn't you leave? That's me. Like, I don't, I think I would have, I would have wanted to find out. Like, I would have wanted, you know, not like find out, but I would have. hear it, but we're rolling our eyes. I would have stayed. The third, no, you wouldn't have. Yes, I have. Yes, the I would have. Yes, I have. The first night you would have cried and no. done who tasted blood and you would have slept in the truck. I guarantee it. No. I've known you long enough that Look like I'm I've never you. camped and heard weird fucking sounds that I don't know what's out there. You, you never heard these. Okay, but I have heard some weird fucking sounds. Congratulations. You wouldn't have stayed. I'm telling okay. you right now, you wouldn't have. Okay, well, that's you, but um, this is me and my perspective. I would have stayed. I would have fucking stayed. If that was the aliens, guess what? How many times have I fucking talked to them? I if would have stayed. There's, but that's the thing. It's the if. You don't know what it is. To me, that sounds like a sort of meeting. They were having some sort of meeting. Obviously, like, to me, I'm putting two and two together right now and looking at that. I'm like, wow, that sounds like an alien and a Bigfoot. And here's the thing. You guys say you guys want to meet Bigfoot and you guys, you know what I mean? Like, this could have been, this could have been, a, I don't know, some sort of meeting place. For, you know what I mean? So what about the first night, though? Because it didn't sound anything like that. Um, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. That's the thing. Uh, but for the first night, I would have said, yeah, that's pretty weird. I would have stayed up. You know what I mean? To like continue to hear out what the hell's going on. See, and that's the thing too, because I was like, okay, alien Bigfoot, right? We can that could be one thing. But then if you look at the sounds we heard the first night, they just didn't they didn't fall into that. Connect. So that's why I'm like, what the fuck is this? And Eric said, he was, he, I remember when we were laying there, he was like, to me, honestly, he's like, I don't want to say what I think it is. The first night, it's, I felt like it was the thing. Yeah, the first night, I agree. I think the it dub. was the, the W. I 100% agree with that. Yes, I do agree with that. I know you say you would stay, right? And I think you think you would because you're in the studio talking about it. And this isn't putting you down at all, but the compounding activities changed like the entire feel of where we were and what we were doing. Does that make sense? But did you go to get scared? Did you go on this trip to get spooked? We did not go to to the forest to get fucking murdered by whatever. Not what I'm saying. Not just the forest, but the whole trip. Yeah. Was there a tone there set? The first couple nights, but when we were, this was for like relaxation and my first camping trip. This was not part of like, let's go. I know, but like before that, on the podcast before, you said, you know what I mean? Expecting that I was going to be going, whatever. We, you guys had planned to do different investigations there. 
yeah. in the in the yeah. forest, correct? Yeah. So that tone was like slightly already set, even though you guys decided not to do it. Like to me, that's what it's not like. I don't know. It it just sounds. I don't know. There was a, obviously a scare factor to it. You know what I mean? So do you think that's why this happened? Was because the tone was set prior, and we thought, oh, like we're just gonna go chill in the woods. Like and subconscious intentions. Personally, I think so. Because you know what? If I was going in there, you know what I mean? If I was going to the woods to get slightly spooked, guess what? You're probably going to get spooked. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm just putting my thoughts out there. I'm not saying whatever's right or what's wrong. You know what I mean? I'm just observing. Yeah. Well, the next time we do it, then you have to go. Maybe. Maybe I will. We are going to try to camp somewhere around where we're comfortable here near where we live and see if anything happens and maybe try setting a tone beforehand. I don't know if it was just the area we were in and it was just something that happened or you know, if that, I don't know. We I don't know what that we still don't know what it was. Yeah. But we can go back there, and you can come with us, but and we can it, camp again in the same exact spot. I know, because we know where it is. It's just so different when you're alone. We were, we were alone. You know, Eric and I, it's just like, when you have a group of people, it feels totally different and more secure than having, oh, yeah. you know, one or two people. And you're sitting in a tent in the dark, and you're hearing these sounds, and you're fucking by yourself. Like, it's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And... I even told him, I said, you know, like our buddy, Mike Casey, uh, he's a paranormal or a Bigfoot researcher. And we talked to him all the time. And I told Eric, I said, that guy has the biggest balls because he goes out by himself and does this shit. Like, but the other thing about it is none of these people ever talk about the sounds that we heard exactly. And see, that's what's weird, too. Is like, they're like, oh, I hear a whooping and I hear tree knocks. It's like, okay, if those two things would have happened, I'd have been like, this is what Sasquatch. It was. Yeah. You know, this is Bigfoot. But the banshee screaming the first night and then that the loud, like, woo sound from a man above us. In, like in deep in the forest these aren't sounds that i've ever heard anyone talk about before we even tried looking this up like what animals make these sounds because i told him i was like maybe it's a cougar because they can mimic things they've known to mimic women's voices people's yeah. voices clicking sounds i'm telling you right now after looking into it it was not a cougar the first night it was not a coyote there is no animals that I know of that make those sounds. There's yeah. not. And I was thinking that it would have been a fox because I know they can make some wild ass sounds. And none of we, I mean, we spent like an hour and a half, two hours looking up all the sounds that all these animals make and every animal that's in the national park where we were and none of them made a sound close to it. So I was like, well, what the fuck was this then? So any of you out there, if you've heard something similar, if you have heard stories of whatever could be making these sounds, please let us know because I yeah. we would like to know more about this because it's just, it's been driving us nuts. And if anyone's down for a big Paranorthwest camp out. Good Lord. <laughs> any of the listeners out there. Yeah. Let us know. Cause I think it'd be cool to all do it together. But so we packed up the, 
the day after that and we took off and we were listening to these you know podcasts uh quick shout out to necromonopod or necronomopod if you don't listen to them you should they're fucking hilarious and talk about some really cool stuff um but yeah we we're listening to podcasts and i had trash you know from camping so i had in a trash bag and i stopped by this ranger station because i don't know where you're supposed to throw this shit away at i don't know if anyone knows tell me but i'm not leaving my trash at a campsite um i stopped by ranger station and i walked in there and i was like hey we have a bag of trash do you guys take it or is there like a dumpster somewhere like a refuse area that i can throw this away at and she was like oh you know blah blah we just got to talk and she was like well where were you camping up at and i was like we were off soul duck over by the Clayhani camp campground and the first question she asks is what did you guys hear at night and i was like <laughs> okay so this is a fucking thing then apparently and so i explained to her like the sounds we had heard and all that and i was like what what could that have been you know hopefully she was gonna say like oh that's a fox or oh mountain lions make that sounds but she did not bring up any animal and the first thing she said which was kind of cool she was like well it could have been bigfoot and i was like you you believe in bigfoot and she goes sweetheart i don't know a national parks ranger that doesn't believe in bigfoot we hear and see these things all the time and i was like that is so I was like, that is fucking cool, by the way. And the Olympics are known for these Bigfoot sightings. Like, I mean, I get it, but it's crazy to hear it from someone who's out there all the time. And a government official, you know what yeah, I mean? Someone cool. who works for the government to be like, yeah, dude, like it was, it might've been that. Yeah. Then the second thing she said was way less trill. She says to me, well, there's families that have lived up in those hills for hundreds of years. And when the national parks were made, they got most of the people out. Some of the families went deeper into those mountains and lived up there and have lived up there since no, the beginning. You know, there's been people that have just lived and bred up there away from society and people don't hear them, but they or people don't see them. They never come down from the hills, uh, but people hear things all the time and see signs of people living up there. So... After hearing that, do you think those that could be one of the people doing the woos? So that was, once she said that, like, my blood turned cold. And I was like, that is the scariest option to me, personally. Like, feral people, backwoods, and I'm not saying backwoods, like, oh, yeah, we love to, you know, hunt and camp. That's, no, I'm talking, like, legit backwoods wild men living back there and i'm not trying to offend anyone but you like did she kind of point towards these people are being inbred yeah she made it okay. known that they do not adhere to societal norms okay so like it's not yeah no offense to our inbred listeners but that's kind of that, that that's what she was pointing to okay was like they are you know they live by their own rules and you know they don't like people being at all close to them because obviously they probably don't want to be found you know this is like some wrong turn shit yeah well right when she said that in my mind that banjo started playing i was like holy fucking deliverance cheyenne your favorite the 
soft white underbelly. It's that. And and so when she said that, I was like, that is fucked up. Put up some signs. Well, and the thing, so I didn't go in with him and talk to this woman, but she was like this sweet older gal, he said. And I said, this is so odd. I've lived in the Northwest my entire life, okay? Like I said, Shy and I, we grew up camping, right? I have never heard of feral people living in the woods of the Northwest. You hear it more... Um, Virginia. To the south. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Not in the northwest. So that was really odd. Yeah, and that was terrifying to me to think that there are people only in the fact that they don't care about you that, like, the way society cares about people. You know, I mean, our society's not very good at caring about people, but they wouldn't just, like, it's not normal for someone in society to just snatch someone up just to go eat them. Or procreate with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're going to... Eric and I have really been looking into this. And um, we're going to update Shy on a lot of research that we've done. And we'd like to do an episode on feral people and wild men in the future. Yeah. Because there's actually way more out there than we could have ever thought. Yeah. It, it deserves its own episode. And it, like I said, that was the scariest thing to me. To think that it was a, a, a group of people, humans... That we're doing this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, that's way more fucked up than a Sasquatch or an alien. Yeah, so he's telling me this when he gets back in the car and we're about to head, you know, to Leavenworth. And I told him, I said, well, let me let me try to find a podcast on this because I don't know anything about it. So I just pull up a pod on feral people wild men right we're listening and it's actually a missing 411 case located off Solduck road that we were talking about this was right after we were leaving and i'm like what are the chances of me putting on this podcast and that exact road at that exact mile marker that we were camping at that this guy goes missing that's weird man that's so crazy and in that episode they were talking about what it could be that's taking people, you know? And so there's this really famous audio that these guys did back in like the 70s or the 80s of what they said was Bigfoot. But some of it sounds like Bigfoot and the rest of it sounds like people in the woods making sounds at them. Because it's like, well, here, you want to put the audio on? So it's... It's the um, Sierra sounds that are so well known from um, Ron Moorhead and Al Berry. You can literally find it anywhere online. Um, but it's it's pretty crazy. It's a lengthy video that they believe is Bigfoot. Um, so go ahead and play that. So you hear the guy. Uh, making sounds, and then you'll hear something off in the distance making sounds back.
So as you can hear, there's like sounds that have been known to be made by Bigfoot. And then there's other sounds that sounds like men making some sort of language or something. You know what I mean? It's like monkey man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think, Shy? I've heard the sounds at the end before. Yeah, the the whoop. Like yeah. the whoop. But it was like the weird like It was like Yeah, like what? Like uh what's his name? Off of Wild Thornberries? The fucking the the kid? Donnie. It's like Donnie off of Wild Thornberries. Like, like what is that? That fucking sounds I'm like, I'm not trying to, but it sounds like a person gone wild. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like a like feral I, human. You know? Like, imagine if generations, like the first generation, right, speaks English. Right. Kn- knows all that. Five generations, six generations later, that's a that's a generational telephone game. Right. They're probably making their own language. You know? That's what I'm saying. So, like, it, it, it changes into something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just... Um, it's different. I'm not going to like... It is different. Everyone knows that, but... So now I'm thinking feral yeah. people were fucking making all those sounds at night. And that's scarier to me, personally. We're being hunted, okay? <laughs> Most dangerous game kind of shit. Yeah. But I don't know if them feral fucks know what a 12-gauge slug feels like to the chest, but they were about to get it after she was done peeing. Yeah, what a... It's just, I don't, you know, I don't know. See, this is why I want to bring you, but I want to get, like, trail cams and shit like that. I agree. Because if we put, if we were to, when we do this again, whether it's here or over there, I want that when we're falling asleep and we're asleep, we, we're capturing things still. You know right. what I mean? But it makes me kind of, like, think I'm like, are we going to get the same result? No. I don't think we'll get the same results unless we go back to that exact place. Right. But I'm just saying in the future, like... Shayla said this today or yesterday and it creeped me out. And she was like, imagine all the things that were happening when we were asleep. And I'm like, did they come into camp? Did they get closer? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, God, I hope No not. one knows. Yeah. Only the, the people that were there know. Exactly. That were awake and functioning. Yeah. And hunting. <laughs> The world may never know. So that's our trip. That's how it went. Um, yeah, I <laughs> am still fucking scared about it. But yeah. if we could get more people together, I would be down to do it again. Yeah. To date, the most terrifying thing that's ever happened that we never thought was going to happen. Yeah. And the fact that we didn't have like recorders set up and all that kicked myself in the ass. Yeah, but, bad. Well, if you don't believe the story, I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? Honestly. Yeah. Like people be like, oh yeah, I just say that. Okay, whatever. It was loud and clear, I'll tell you that. And yeah, I don't really know what else to say. If you guys have heard stuff like this, please let us know. I We're going to look more into this. And like I said, we will have a future episode. Um, we'll analyze the Sierra Nevada sounds. We're going to kind of discuss that kind of a thing. So yeah, we'll have a wild man episode about all that. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, Shay uh, or Shy, hit him with the socials. 
Okay, you can find us um, on Facebook, Instagram, as well as YouTube at the Pair Northwest, and go ahead and give us a Google, uh, the Pair Northwest, or Pear go Northwest. ahead and Google it. Um, if you need to send us any questions, concerns, comments, or stories, you can give that uh, all those stories over to ParanorthwestTeam at gmail.com. We'll be happy to read them and maybe even share them. Yeah, we'd love to share some stories. Uh, thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Eric. I'm Shayla. And I'm Cheyenne. And don't forget, sleep with your eyes open. It's open. It's open. It's open. It's open.